1: Welcome back to the show. I am the real Jason Duncan. I have Russ Ruffino, who's going to be the guest on today's show on The Root of All Success. And here's the funny thing about Russ is that Russ has been a face and a voice that I've seen many times on Instagram on ads. <laughs> and so if you're a coach or if you're anywhere in the space of leading other people selling online courses, you've probably seen Russ Rafino's ad with his clients on demand It's his company. Uh, I I had a great conversation with him today. Um, as a matter of fact, it it was so great that, uh, I decided at the end to sign up for the services, even though that wasn't the point, the point of the show, but, but Russ is the founder and creator of clients on demand. It's the most reliable client attraction system in the world. He's helped thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs around the globe, sell millions and millions of dollars worth of products and services. Uh, As a matter of fact, over the last three years, I think, I think he said three, I don't know what, I can't remember the number, but he sold $85 million worth of services to his clients and they've sold nearly a billion to theirs. He's a business coach, uh, no nonsense, high reward approach to attracting the right clients. He started off as a bartender, which you'll hear that story and uh, decided he wanted to make a change, got into affiliate marketing, marketing that led to low ticket sales of how to do stuff. And then, eventually high ticket sales. And uh, Russ is a a fantastic guy coming all the way from California said where he is. He had a couple of, uh, had some snow earlier this week. And here we are in Nashville, still dealing with 75 degree weather in November. And I don't understand what the heck is going on, but this is episode 116 of the Root of All Success. Please help me welcome Russ Ruffino to the show. Well, Russ, welcome to the show, my man. Thank you, Jason. It's great to be here. Well, what's interesting about doing shows like this for me is that people like you, I see online. I see on Instagram, I see on TikTok. I know you're doing some TikTok stuff now. And I've seen you and kind of follow just from a distance seeing your ads. And I, I think I even watched one of your 45-minute webinars. And uh, now here we are. I'm actually talking to you face-to-face on the show. So uh, welcome to the Root of All Success. So let me ask you, as we get started, How did you, did you, did your start in entrepreneurship actually happen during the recession? You just like, okay, bartender, and now I'm just going to get in this and sell products online. Was that it? That's how you got started?
2: That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Basically that's it. Yeah. I mean, so this was, it wasn't, well, when did the recession start? It started in 2008. Right. right. Uh, And I quit my bartending job in 2010 And and really started my my online business around 2010, 2011. So, yeah, I guess we were still kind of in the tail end of that uh, of that recession. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you went straight from W2 employment, you know, doing whatever you had done before bartending to selling a product online, which happened to be what? What was that first product?
2: Well, when I first started, I started out promoting other people's stuff. So I started out promoting affiliate products, and um, you know, promoting just just finding stuff to promote. I I didn't have a product of my own, and then I had some success with affiliate marketing. And then I uh, began to create products of my own, teaching other people how I was having that that success doing affiliate stuff.
1: So the affiliate marketing, uh, is, you know, there's there's wild wild success stories in the affiliate marketing, and then lots of people that have not done well in it. Obviously, you're on the success side of that continuum. Um, who were the folks that you were promoting? Did I mean are they still around today? Or are those products still there? Oh man, I,
2: I, I, it was it was anything that I anything that I thought was quality. So basically, what I did was I was bartending, and I you know had no idea how to make money online. So I had no background in sales, no background in marketing whatsoever. I was trying to be an actor actually. Uh, I was trying to be an actor in Los Angeles and that was my dream. So I went to a high school for performing arts actually. I went to uh UCLA School of Theater, got my bachelor's degree from UCLA, which opened a ton of doors obviously. Um <laughs> but uh I was doing acting in LA and uh when you're an actor in LA, I mean you you know you 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 bartend or you you wait tables or you you do personal training or give massages. You have some kind of some kind of Joe job, to, to, you know, to get you through. And so I was doing that from probably age twenty one to like age thirty one, and I hit the point where I was like, I just I can't do this anymore. I got to find something else. And right around that same time, two really interesting things happened. Number one, I was walking in Barnes and Noble and I picked up a copy of The Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. And that completely blew my mind. And that was the first time I had ever been introduced to this idea of making money online or starting a business online. I I literally never crossed my mind up until that point. And then right around the same time, one of my friend's kid brothers came into my bar and was just talking all this smack. He was like, what recession, baby, I made $700 today or what recession I made, you know, six grand this week. And I'm like, what's this kid doing? And as it turned out, what he was doing was affiliate marketing and promoting different products online. And so I thought to myself, you know, man, there's got to be something to this. And if this kid can do this, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta at least look into this and, uh, and see what I can figure out. So that's what I did. So-
1: so you you have the the 4-hour work week has been a big influence on you and I know I read that years ago too and it's amazing how many people probably perhaps hundreds of thousands of people have been influenced just by Tim's story of how to do this great title for the book though by the way I don't I mean just that that makes everybody go how do I how do I work for only 4 hours every week so you started you started this concept as an entrepreneur taking a risk on selling doing affiliate marketing Um, What did you do to prepare yourself for that? I mean, did you take a course? What what did you do?
2: I think I bought a few different people's programs. There was a guy, Chris Farrell, who had a membership site where he was teaching people some basic strategies. I think Russell Brunson at that point had a product called 20 Minute Payday. So basically, I just took whatever little extra cash that I could squirrel away from bartending And I invested it in whatever sort of trainings or books or eBooks I could afford to sort of teach me how to do this. And then I went to the normal affiliate networks, ClickBank, I think was one. Commission Junction was another. There There was a bunch of them that I signed up for. And I sort of just looked around for offers that I thought would be good quality. I thought that would, you know, I didn't want to promote anything that sucked. So I went out there and tried to find stuff that looked good. And um, usually I would buy the product myself and I'd go through it and look at it. But if I found something that that I really liked and I was impressed by, I would, I would try to promote it. And you know, the, the crazy thing, Jason is like, I had never done any of this stuff before. I'd never written sales copy or anything like that, but I could just do it it was, it was the weirdest thing, man. I sat down to like, write, you know, my first promotional emails or, you know, my first sales video or whatever. And it was just like, it just, it just flowed. Like it was, it was the weirdest thing. It was like, it was kind of like, you know how those, there's some people that can just play the piano. You know what I mean? Like they just sit down and they could just hear a song in their head and they could just play it. Um, So imagine being one of those people, but you never sat down at a piano until you were 30 years old. You know what I mean? Like not discovering that until you're, uh, you know, pretty far along in your life that that you could just do it. And so, I just started promoting these products and started making a little bit of passive income, making maybe I think I was making maybe five hundred dollars a month, maybe. But that was enough. That was enough for me to go. God, you know what? I bet you, if I quit my bartending job, I could and did this full time. I, I bet I could make this work. And um, thank God, my my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife. Was like, you know, yeah, baby, go for it. And uh, I quit my bartending job, did this full time. And in the first year, I did two hundred fifty thousand dollars in revenue. That very first year. Wow!
1: So that's yeah. a little more than you made as a bartender, huh?
2: It's ten times what <laughs> I made as a bartender. I don't think I made more than twenty five grand ever as a bartender. And uh, and obviously that was life changing. So I took my wife to the Caribbean. Took my took her to um, Italy. We. You know, just I just did basically everything that people were doing in the four-hour work week. I did. (laughs) And then uh and then uh and then and then that was sort of the the big the the big transition from bartender to doing online marketing. I did that for the first, let's say, two or three years. And then in 2013 is when I made the switch to doing what I'm doing now, which is high ticket coaching. And there were a lot of reasons for making that switch.
1: So when you were doing the affiliate stuff at the beginning only 500 bucks that first month and two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand 250,000 for that first year. Yeah. Tell me, walk me through what you actually did. Cause, and, and the reason I want to know for two, two reasons, actually, number one, I'm just curious. I'm just curious to know how yeah. you did it. But second of all, I think there's a lot of people that are listening, maybe younger folks that are thinking I got to figure something out. I've heard affiliate marketing. So what, what did, walk us through what you actually did? How did you do
2: what you did? So I did everything I could. I, Oh, I mean it's hard to even remember it was so long ago. I Did you set start up a website? Running...
1: Did you do did, yeah, that I started running or...
2: some ads. I, yeah, I started running some ads online. I ran those ads, I drove that traffic into uh, opt-in pages where people could opt in and then just started sending emails, promotional emails promoting these people's products. And back then it was a lot easier. You know, Google Ads were much cheaper back then. It was it was easier. There were different strategies that I found to get clicks for just a couple cents in some cases where you was like just a few pennies and you, you could get clicks on your ads. And I was able to get opt-ins that way. And I was able to actually monetize those lists that I was building. So I did the affiliate thing maybe for like just six or seven months, I think. And then from there began to go out and create my own products, teaching people the different strategies that I was figuring out. So one of the things that I was doing is driving people into, an, into a landing page, into a video, promoting a different product. And then the videos that I would create would tend to sort of out-convert even what they had on their sales page, which, which was, which was wild, you know, and, and, and then just teaching, creating products, teaching people how to do that. How do you do video marketing? How do you build a list? How do you do email marketing and so on? And all those products were low ticket. They were all $7, $27, that sort of thing. But it was enough where I would, I would launch one of those products and I'd have maybe a thousand, 2000 people buy it at $27, right? So it's like 50 grand. And I, and we could do that in a weekend when we launched something new. But then from there, the next big transition was switching over to high ticket because I realized that I was selling low ticket stuff and the reviews were good. People were happy. People, they liked the products. They enjoyed the products and, but they weren't taking action. You know what I mean? They weren't doing anything. And that maybe shouldn't have bothered me because it's like, there's nothing wrong with selling low ticket. There's nothing wrong with selling information, but it did bother me. It bothered me that I was putting courses out there and programs out there and nobody was taking action. They would buy it. They would like it. They would say, oh, Russ, that video course was awesome. And I'd say, hey, cool. What'd you do with it? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I'll get get around to it next week, next month, next year. So I thought to myself, well, what happened if I stopped selling low ticket products and switched over to high ticket where instead of selling like an ebook or video course for $27, I started charging $5,000 or $8,000 or $10,000 working with a handful of people, but then I could really go to bat to get them results. And I thought to myself, I bet you if I do that and they're paying that kind of money, they'll show up committed and they'll be able to take action and they will really get the result. And so I made that switch in 2013 and in December of 2013, I had my first $200,000 month once I moved into the high ticket space. And then since then, all we've done is just pure high ticket and then teaching other people how to do high ticket. Cause I think it's far more rewarding.
1: So as someone who is in the center of who you're aiming at, like you're aiming at, I'm your customer, yeah. I'm your potential customer, someone who is your potential customer, I'm looking at and hearing your story of, of going from low ticket to high ticket and doing 200 grand in revenue in a single month. And it, it seems like, obviously I know you're not lying, but it seems too good to be true. Like how in the world did you create enough attraction to then convert Two hundred thousand dollars worth of income on high ticket stuff that and th- and this pro- these products by the way Russ are your products those two hundred grand my products are, yeah no, my products no longer stuff. affiliate There's your stuff that you were selling
2: yeah I How only did, did affiliate attraction. marketing for the first yeah I was only doing just to be clear I was only doing affiliate marketing for the first few months to get things off the ground and then I realized I thought well why the hell am I promoting other people's stuff when I could just create my <laughs> own info products right and that's what I and that's what I started to do so I was like why am I acting as an affiliate for other people. When I could create my own products and get my own affiliates and have them selling my stuff, and so that was the that was the shift then from going f- I, 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 there were probably three big shifts right. So the first shift was from bartender to affiliate marketer that lasted a few months. Then from going f- from affiliate marketer to low ticket product creator, and then going from low ticket product creator to high ticket coaching. Those were those were the that that was sort of the the evolution, and then high ticket coaching is where we're at right now, and so. Over the past few years, we've done $85 million in high-ticket coaching sales. Our clients have probably done over a billion dollars in high-ticket coaching sales. And we've probably turned more coaches into millionaires than any other program out there. And so getting back to your question of well, what's like, break that down for me. How is that possible? It's really not that complicated. So think about it this way, Jason. Let's say that you had a really impactful, transformative, amazing coaching program. And I could teach you all the marketing all the sales to enroll people from cold traffic, not from your warm list or your warm network, although we could get some of those too, but to enroll people from cold traffic into that offer at a five or eight or $10,000 price point and do that consistently. Well, let's say you had a program that was $5,000. You get 10 new clients a month. That's 50K a month. You know, you get 20 new clients a month. That's 100K a month. 100K a month is $1.2 million a year. So because you're commanding those kinds of premium prices, you're able to accelerate your income much, 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 much faster than if you were selling something for $27 or $97 or $197. And that's really the power of high ticket is that it enables you to work with fewer clients, which means you don't have to work as hard to sell your stuff and make a lot more money. And because you're working with fewer clients, you can give each and every one of them a real VIP transformative experience so that they really get the result and make you look like a rock star. And you get to go to bed at night feeling great about the work you do because you had this huge impact on your clients.
1: So what if looking back at your three shifts, you know, from bartender to affiliate to or actually from bartender to low ticket and then low ticket to high ticket. uh, What was what was one of the big uh, mistakes that you made? You look back now, and go, man, that was dumb. I don't even know why I did that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's hard to use that word mistake because. I'm always testing new approaches, always. So I I drop about we spend about $300,000 a month on advertising right now. And I would say probably drop about $700,000 a year at least just testing new approaches. So like our, our basic approach at clients on demand is you send people from a social media ad to a landing page to a webinar to a phone call. And then on that phone call, you make the high ticket sale. But I don't want to just assume that that's the best way of doing things. So I'm constantly testing different ways and different approaches. And most of the time, dude, it's like setting that money on fire. Like like I try different stuff to, to, to see if anything's going to work better and then it doesn't. Um, but I feel like it's important to do that kind of research and development to make sure like, hey, I want to make sure I'm teaching the best stuff. I want to make sure I'm teaching the best approach. And if I can break my own model or come up with something better, then I'm going to do that. Um, so... It's, it's so it's. And, and so every time you do that, you learn. Every time you do that, you grow. So I could look back and I could say, well, doing low ticket instead of high ticket was a mistake. But it wasn't because low ticket is what brought me into high ticket. And I never would have yeah. started doing high ticket if I hadn't, you know, had success with low ticket and then seen the limitations of that model. In terms of the money that you make, but also in terms of the impact that you make on the people who buy your low ticket stuff, because most people buy low ticket information products, and they never even look at them, they never touch them, they don't do anything with them. And that was what bothered me. And that was what kind of made me go, hey, maybe, maybe I should be doing high ticket instead. And, uh, and now that I've done that and experienced that, I'll never go back.
1: What was the most surprising thing that you've learned moving from low to high other than the stuff that you've just talked about? Was there any other big wow, I didn't, yeah. I didn't expect that.
2: When we started doing this, conventional wisdom said that you cannot send people from an ad to registering for, for a webinar. You know, people, people were like, well, that's like asking someone to marry you. That was the whole thing. You gotta ask them to date you before you ask them to marry you. And then people really didn't think you could send people from that initial webinar into a phone call and enroll them into a $10,000 or, or you know, $8,000 program on that first phone call. People were like, no, you can't do that. And I thought to myself when I was first doing this, I was like, you know, maybe that's true, but let me test it. Let me see. And it wasn't true, which was incredible. So there's so many things out there, Jason, that are like the conventional wisdom that that everyone just sort of takes for granted because someone taught it to someone and then they taught it to their people and then they taught it to their people and it just becomes like what everybody believes. What I've found is that conventional wisdom is a recipe for conventional results. So if if you're following the conventional wisdom, you're going to get the same kind of results everyone else is getting. And that's usually not good. You know The results people are getting, whether it's weight loss or relationship coaching or dating coaching or fitness coaching or online marketing, any field you're in, if you're following the conventional wisdom, you're going to get the conventional result, which is failure. So we questioned a lot of those critical assumptions and found that So many of them are not true. Like I also thought, you know, if you're enrolling someone at $8,000 or $10,000, those are going to be the most high maintenance and difficult people in the world. They're going to expect all this extra stuff from you. They're going to be difficult to work with. And it was the opposite, man. You know, people that buy a $27 ebook from you, they think they own you. You know, they're all (laughs) over your case. People who buy an $8,000 coaching program, they are like, dude, just tell me what to do and I, I will do it. And they're loyal and they do the work and they get the result. And so everybody wins. It's, it's a really, it's a really special thing.
1: So you're, you um, the thing that you said that's working best for you. At least that's the way I, I heard you say it was ad landing page webinar phone call. Is that still Correct. what's
2: working best? Yeah. And when I say webinar, that doesn't necessarily need to be a live webinar. Usually it's not. So it's probably better to say presentation. So that could be a 20 minute video, 25 minute video You know, it could be a full blown, you know, 40 minute automated webinar. It could be whatever, but all you have to do is get them onto some sort of video or some sort of presentation that establishes your credibility and authority and just makes it really, really clear the problem that they're struggling with and that you've got the answer to that problem. And if you can do that, then all you have to do is then invite them to book a phone call to talk to you. And then on that very first call, you can enroll them into a five or eight or $10,000 program. So most of the people who join our program and most of the people who join our clients' high ticket programs have never heard of us until they click that ad. So they go from not knowing any idea who we are to clicking that ad. And then within 24 to 48 hours, they're enrolling into one of our high ticket programs.
1: Wow. So you're 80, you said $85 million over the last few years in your products and then your customers using your system, the things that you teach as a coach, have done billions.
2: I would say probably around a billion. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to quantify because we'd have to go back and get that data from everybody. But when we add up the data that we do know and then extrapolate it, it's at least a billion dollars. So we just got back from our, our uh, mastermind event. Actually, I just got back yesterday. And in that room, everybody was doing six figures per month. We have a couple of people doing seven figures per month, You know, doing a million dollars a month. Our clients, Megan Alford, in the marriage space in, in, uh, in Australia, they help people save their marriage. They, they just had their second million dollar month. And um, it's like, once you're doing high ticket, everything works. When you do it right, you don't need that many clients to hit your income goals. And the clients that you do get are going to be like a dream to work with. So it's just fulfilling all the way around. You know, it used to bother me when I would do low ticket because again, people would buy my stuff and they wouldn't put it in a practice and then they wouldn't get the result. And I was like, well, what am I, what am I doing here? You know, the the primary function of a coaching company is to get results for people. Just like the primary function of a donut store is to make really good donuts. Like, it's just crazy to me how few people focus on actually getting results for their clients, you know, but when you switch over to a high ticket model, getting results becomes the norm and not the exception. You know what I mean?
0: Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible.
1: Hey, I want to talk with you about one of my favorite tools as a salesperson and as an entrepreneur, and that tool is Dub. I want you to imagine for a minute getting an email from somebody, and instead of just being the plain old crappy text in an email, rather than just having a bunch of HTML where it's pictures and stuff, what if it was a video, And the video had a little GIF and it was playing right there in the email as soon as you opened it. And it had your name. Like it said, hello, Jason, check this out. And then you clicked play and it played right there in your inbox in the window. And it was somebody trying to tell you how great you are, how awesome they can help you, how how good they can help you out. That is the power of Mm -hmm. video emails. I want you to try Dub out. I've been using it for years. I have closed countless millions of dollars in sales over the last, I don't know, six years or so using Dub, and you can do it too. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com/slash. Dub. That's D-U-B-B. Therealjasonduncan.com/slash/dub. Dub will help you make an impact in your sales through video. It's going to help you with. They've even got a CRM built into it. You can build landing pages. You can do campaigns, even SMS campaigns. You can set up automations to manage workflows and maximize conversions. And like I said, they've got an existing software platform inside Dub. To take your CRM to the next level, try this out. Get a free special just by being a listener to the podcast. Go to the 40 real Jason Duncan.com slash you dub. You weren't Get in two business two unless you had your business in your the first two months. Months. you remember That's those three? <laughs> and 30 slash years dub. ago, you weren't in business unless you had a door to door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today, you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? social media content, social media content in the form of like micro content, which is 30 to 60 second spots on Instagram reels or TikTok or YouTube shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or me as a business coach. This medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story, Do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't I don't know what to talk about. Well, story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And by the way, if you're not confident in talking on video or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the Zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They remove the awkward pauses. And then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions. They add the relevant hashtags. And they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today. And to be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to the real duncan.com slash story. And that story with two whys. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to the real duncancom slash story, that's s t-o-r-y-y for 10% off your first three months to try story out. You're gonna thank me later.
0: Thanks for listening to our
1: sponsors. Now back to the show. I do. And, uh, it's music to my ears. I, I cause I do, I, am a high ticket coach to all the, all the products that I offer. I have one course online course that is out there for, you know, like $1, 12, 1300 bucks, but, uh, mm-hmm. that's the lowest price uh, offer that I've got And you know, nice. my mastermind is, is, is an expensive mastermind, but there's tons of value to come with it. So I think you're speaking my language. Is there a certain type of customer that has worked best for your model as opposed to maybe others?
2: When you say work best, do you mean most likely to enroll or do you mean most likely to get results?
1: No, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a fair question back to me. So so uh, physical trainers versus food coaches versus marriage coaches oh, okay. versus business coaches. Yeah. Like which of those have used your system to the greatest level of success?
2: You know, it's honestly anybody who can solve a major life or business challenge. So it's, it's, we've, we've had... Relationship coaches, dating coaches, marriage coaches, fitness coaches, nutritionists, acupuncturists, chi- uh, chiropractors, doctors—even uh, just in the room at the at the mastermind, you had you had all of those different niches represented. We had a guy who was a handstand coach, okay, who teaches people how to press up into a handstand, Brian. And when he came to us, he was selling low ticket stuff—you know, fifty-seven dollars, ninety-seven dollars, whatever it might be—teaching people how to do that press up into a handstand. So we created with him a $7,000 handstand coaching program. And within the first eight weeks, he did $250,000 in sales of that. And now he's doing $2.5 million a year with it. So it's, it's like as, as, as long as there is massive value there, as long as it's something that's transformational, it's something that can command a high ticket price. And the one thing we actually don't have a lot of are our um, business coaches because we don't want to train our, you know, our competitors. So like if someone comes to us and they're like, well, I want to teach coaches and consultants and experts how to get high ticket clients. You know, like we, don't, like, we won't work with that person because it's like it's not worth it for us to create a competitor. So our most successful clients are people that are in a, a, a relationship, personal development, fitness, nutrition, health, that sort of thing. And, and that's an amazing thing because again, the conventional wisdom says, well, if you're going to charge a $10,000 program, it's got to be something where you're teaching them how to make money. You know, if it's $10,000, you've got to be teaching them how to make a hundred thousand dollars to justify the value. And that's definitely not true because what's more important to make your business work or to make your marriage work. You know what I mean? What's more important to make your business work or to you know, lose 40 pounds and add 15 years to your life or whatever it might be. So it's the personal stuff, the non-financial stuff that actually does the best because those are the real high stakes problems of life that people really need to solve. Does that make sense?
1: I'm, I love it. I I love it. I love what you're saying, Russ. Do you, does your, does clients on demand just teach people how to run the process or do you do part of it with like ad copy and placing ads and running Google and Facebook? Do you do the whole done for you model or you just show people how to do it?
2: So what we do is it's, it's, done, it's done with you. So what we found is that done for you offers tend to not get results. And the reason for that is because I'm just like, hey, Jason, you're going to, you know, I'm going to hire you and you're just going to, you're going to do all the work. And the problem with that is that that means I don't understand how my own business works. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you're doing the ads, you're doing the marketing, you're doing the sales, you're doing everything. I have no idea what you're doing, which means my business is like a black hole to me. And so God forbid something happens to you, you know, you're walking down the street, you get hit by a bus. and all of a sudden it's like, my, I don't have a business now because everything I was doing was 100% dependent on you. And I don't know my, I don't know my own business. So what we, and then, and then the flip side of that coin is just teaching people how to do it, which that doesn't really work either because now there's no support. You, I, I'm showing you how to do it and then going, hey man, you know, good luck, go figure this out on your own. So where we find the sweet spot is, is to use a done with you model where we go very, we go step by step, very deliberately showing you how to execute each piece of this. But then my team is right there with you helping you do it. So for example, one of the things we teach our clients how to do is how to do that landing page copy and how to do that webinar copy. And we walk them through step by step how to create your webinar. And then they go and create the script for it. But then my copy coaches are getting that script and rewriting it and polishing it and working with them until it's perfect. And then we go out there and we roll out that webinar. And we do that with the ads. We do that with the landing page copy, the webinar copy, and all that stuff. So again, with Facebook ads, for example, or YouTube ads, we show you how to do the targeting. We show you how to create the ad copy. You go, you go and you, you, say, you say, here, here's what I think I should target. And here's what I think the ad should say. And then my guys are going in there, logging into your account and changing that targeting and making it perfect every step of the way. So that way you get the best of both worlds. You get the advantage of our team's expertise to make it perfect, but then you also now understand how these pieces of your business work. So you're not helpless if if you know if you can't, if you can't, you're not dependent on us to make your business work, in other words.
1: Very interesting. How many people are on
2: your team now? Uh 35, I think. We wow. just actually we just hired somebody, so I think it's 36 now. <laughs> but yeah, it's about 35 that's crazy you
1: know having that many employees i i i've got one of the companies i own has about that many employees and that you know when you move ab- above 20 things start changing from a uh culture standpoint managing mm-hmm. managing expectations so congratulations for going from bartender three shifts to 85 million dollars and 36 employees that's that's a phenomenal story dude that i mean have you do you really sit and think about how cool that is or are you just so busy with what you're doing because you, that's a pretty killer story <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, do, I, I do practice gratitude every day. That's, that's the biggest part of my routine. And I think that's the biggest secret that we can teach our clients, at least on the internal side of things. You know, we're not talking about strategy or tactics or any of that stuff, just getting your mind right. That daily practice of gratitude is critical. So rather than sort of being like, oh, I'm so proud of everything I've done. I'm more just like, thank you, thank you, thank you that I have this that I have this incredible, incredible business. And I I didn't know it was going to go in this direction at all, man. I mean, like when I quit my bartending job, my goal was to make a hundred dollars a day. I thought, (laughs) dude, if I can make a hundred dollars a day without having to pour drinks, oh man, I'll be the, I'm the richest guy in the world. Cause then I'm making money without having to, you know, show up and work a shift and, you know, stand behind the bar and stuff. But I just got addicted to getting people results. That was the thing. Like, the more I focused on just wanting to help my clients win and making all my decisions based on that, the more the business just grew and grew and grew. And so, as we've attracted this team, you know, the team that we have is like on fire about the mission that we're doing. I mean, they're, they're, they're superstars. My, um, my managing director, Jane, got certified as a, as a mindset coach by Tony Robbins. When she was 15, because her mother worked for that company, and she was one of their head trainers for their coaches at Robbins for for like 30 years, and she came on board clients on the man when she was. And she left Robinson, came to work for me when she was 45, and and so like that's someone who's got an insane amount of experience, and 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 just helping people create breakthroughs and get results. And so everyone on our team is like that in whatever their respective field is. You know, our Facebook guys are the best Facebook guys. Our copy guys are the best copy guys, and it's like. What unifies everyone and brings them together is it's all about getting results for the clients and they can see the results that we're getting for people. And, and, and like, here's the thing too, Jason, like, it's not just about our clients' results. It's about their clients' results too. So like my client, Lydia, she's, um, she helps women overcome eating disorders and she's got like a 98% success rate. So it's like, not only are we helping Lydia's business succeed, but every single person she helps is a life that she has saved. And and we have so many clients that are like that. You know, I mentioned Megan Alfred. They're saving people's marriages. That's a whole marriage now that's saved because we were able to help her dial in her marketing. And so there's this this incredible ripple effect of just kind of like good karma, let's say, that just goes out into the world as we help these incredible thought leaders make the impact that they were born to make.
1: You know what's interesting about that part of your story, Russ, and um, I don't know if you've ever really thought about this, but you you you're now. I hear your heart. And what you're saying, I can feel it in the emotions of your words that you truly are wanting to make an impact. Now you're making a lot of money. I get that. But you're truly wanting to make an impact. But your original and like your original desire was not to make an impact. You just want to make 100 bucks a day. And what I think is interesting about that story, and I think this is a good takeaway for the listeners, is to say, listen, it's okay at the beginning to have money as a motivation because you're trying to get out of the, out of the, out of the rat race, whatever. That's okay. Like you don't have to be mother Teresa day one, but at Mm -mm. some point the money that you're making should be turned into an impact machine, like make an impact in this world. So that Lydia, the story about Lydia, that's I, I got goosebumps just thinking about that, dude. That's I love it. I love to see wealthy people making an impact in the world. Generational wealth is not about ourselves. It's about helping other people. And I think that's where you're at. And so, congratulations to what you built. That that is a phenomenal story, Russ. You should
2: be very thank proud. you, man. Um, yeah. Well, so here's the thing. So, it, people think that there is this dichotomy between well, I'm motivated by money, or or I'm, I'm motivated by impact. And I understand when you're just trying to get your business off the ground, or you're trying to quit your day job, or you're trying to like you're like bro, Russ. I just got to make rent. Okay, <laughs> like, like what do I do? I just got to make rent. The thing that really shifted my understanding, Jason, was when I began to realize that money is just a way of keeping score of the value that you're creating in the world. So like, let's say, you know, you've got that, um, you got that product that you said was out there. I think you said it was 1200, right? So if you've got this $1,200 product and you provide that value for 20 people, well, you just made $24,000. And so the w- but the way that you made that $24,000 is providing this incredible level of value for to 20 people. So when I started to see things that way, I started to see that there's this harmony between, well, shit, the more people that I can help, the more money that I'm going to make. And so it's not like your motivations have to be selfless. It's just understanding that like there's no difference between being money motivated and being impact motivated once you realize that your money is just a measure of the impact that you're making.
1: That's a great insight. That's that's a that's a social media clip right there. Is that your <laughs> money is the is this is the, is the, is the uh, scorecard for how much impact you're making in the world? That's that's pretty cool. Let me well let me let me ask you another question. So that uh, after sure. all the name of this show is the root of all success. So. Let me ask your definition of success. If Russ Ruffino on the spotlight has to answer, what's the definition of
2: success according to Russ? What is it? Fulfilling the potential that you're capable of fulfilling. So the danger is in looking at success as this goal where you make this little contract with yourself not to be happy until you achieve that goal and I think that's just the road to ruin it really is because what it means is you're going to be miserable until you hit that goal and you've decided to be miserable and unhappy until you hit that goal that's the way that I lived my life when I was trying to do acting I was unhappy all the time man because I was like I should be a movie star and I'm not and my life sucks and when you do that you blink your eyes and 10 years have gone by And you barely even remember what happened because you were never there. You were always thinking about being somewhere else, doing something else, being someone else. You were never there. You were never present. And and you were just unhappy all the time because you had decided that until you achieve XYZ, you're not going to be happy. Real success is being happy right now, real success is experiencing love and joy and goodness and wonder. And happiness every single day regardless of your outside circumstances because when you do that you're far more likely to achieve whatever it is that you were planning on achieving whereas if you're going through each and every day miserable and unhappy and stressed and scared you're you're far less likely to achieve those things that you want to achieve and so to me that is real success is the ability to be happy right now today where you are as you go out there and continue to make your life better So you're not going from being miserable to being happy. You're going from success to greater success, from happiness to greater happiness, from impact to greater impact. And the biggest thing that we teach our clients, man, is that is, yes, we're going to teach you how to make money. And yes, we have a ton of success doing that, but I'm going to teach you how to be happy right now. (laughs) I'm going to teach you how to be happy today while we do this stuff and to be present and there for your family, for your kids, for your wife, your husband, whatever it is and enjoy every step of this journey because this is all that there is.
1: Well, with that as a definition, do you consider yourself to be
2: a successful person? Yeah, man. I know I know a lot of people that have more money than I do. I don't know anybody that's happier than I am. And I can say that with great sincerity. Wow.
1: Well, what's interesting is that I, I found I found over the years of doing this of uh, being an entrepreneur just casually interviewing people, friends of mine that are entrepreneurs. And so of course, when you become one, you just, your, your circle kind of expands into that space. Mm, yeah. And then doing these episodes, I mean, your episode one hundred and sixteen, doing, doing all these episodes, I've I interviewed all these folks and here's what I found. And I want to see if you, if you agree with this, I found that there's these five things that usually pop up in everybody's story that have helped unlock success. Um, I'm going to tell you what those five things are. But before I tell you what those five things are, what do you think is the one thing, or maybe there's two, that unlocked your success for you?
2: Gratitude. Gratitude is the key to creating anything that you want in life. So first of all, just practicing being grateful for the things that you have now is one of the best health practices that there is. Like there's been studies done Of the people that like you know are just grateful for what they have today and just practicing that consciously on a daily basis they're happier they're healthier they're less stressed etc 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 but the real magic comes in when you start to be grateful in advance for the things you don't have yet that's the magic that's the power like when i was looking for a managing director to help me run my business i was grateful for it in advance Thank you, thank you, thank you for this amazing person who comes into my business, helps me run this whole show, takes my big crazy ideas and turns them into concrete action and executes and gets stuff done. And then boom, that person showed up. You know, with my kids, with my business, with my clients, with my car, with this house that I'm living in right now. All of these things were created by that process of being grateful ahead of time. And and that's the key. That's the secret. If you do that, you will massively accelerate creating anything that you want in life. So I would say that's the biggest secret when it comes to success is that doing that practice and doing it daily, you're stepping into that feeling of already having the thing that you want, being grateful for it. Like it's here right now, right here. It just makes that thing pop into your life in some incredible and miraculous ways.
1: Are you a fan of Napoleon Hill?
2: Sure, man. All that stuff. People figured this out 100 years ago. Like I gotta, you can't see my bookshelf, but it's nothing, it's nothing but that stuff. Napoleon Hill, Joseph Murphy, Florence Scoville Shinn, mm-hmm. uh, Neville Goddard, Charles F. Hannell, like all these people that were writing about this stuff in some cases 100 years ago. And it's all right there. And I can tell you, it's all true 100%. It's just people don't practice it consistently
1: so so the things that i found uh that that are consistent in everybody's story to help unlock success the first of which is what i found is passion and Mm -hmm. by passion what i mean is Not just liking it, but passion actually means willing to suffer. That's why we call it the passion of the Christ. He was willing to suffer for a cause greater than the thing that was happening. And I see in your story, Russ, that that passion, you know, when you quit bartending 500 bucks in your pocket, there was a passion to suffer through the first few months of figuring this stuff out that led you to become successful. The second thing I found over time interviewing folks is is being at the right place at the right time. And I think for you. You know I think you said it was a friend's little brother who came into the bar mm-hmm. and and had that conversation, and you're like, "Whoa, and you just read the book uh, four our work week. So that right place, right time. It wasn't dumb luck because you had you had prepared yourself for that, which is one of the keys too, but mm-hmm. right place right time. And then the third key, knowing the right people. and I think I, 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 I think your girlfriend now wife saying to you go do this like if she had not been there what would have happened you might have given up you might not have done and there's probably other people in your life you could point to and say yeah those folks pushed me and prodded me into this direction so those are three of the five things that I just immediately see in your story what what are your what's your response to that
2: I think that's absolutely correct yeah I think that's I think that's right but I think that in many cases those things are the byproduct of of the passion right so like when you have this passion, you know what it is that you want to do. And then you are stepping into that new reality and you're acting and thinking from your goals, not thinking of your goals. Like, oh, someday I'll do this. Someday I'll be this kind of guy. But you assume that you are that person right now. How would I show up every day if I were running a $15 million or $20 million a year coaching company? How would I show up today if I were that guy? And doing that right now, when you begin to do that and you make that shift, then the right people just appear in your life and you, are, you will find yourself in the right place at the right time. Does that make sense? So it's like that's the part that's those synchronicities that Carl Jung talked about, those things where it's these impossible, impossible coincidences, but they happen anyway because you are bringing those situations into your life by virtue of who you are, not by virtue of necessarily what you're doing every day, but by who you are. And and I think that's really the key is that you have to allow that passion to transform you into a new kind of person. And when you are that person, everything in your life will for lack of a better word, magically come into harmony with that. And the right people will show up at the right time and you will get the right breaks and you will get the right information. So it's like, it's understanding that it comes from the inside out, not the outside in. So those people that you mentioned, those kids that you mentioned, you know, they're like, you know, 19, 20, 21, going, how the hell am I going to make it in the world? Put yourself in the mind space of already being that person, already living that life. Feel all the joy, all the gratitude, all the love that you would feel, all the passion that you would feel. And then everything in your world will rearrange itself to fit that
1: hundred percent. I, my son's 22. I'm going to tell him to listen to this episode when it releases. So, <laughs> nice, hey, <guys>. man. <laughs> uh, so I just had a conversation with him the other day. He's going through just a small rough patch, you know, in, in his 22 year old life, he doesn't, he, he lives on his own and he's trying to figure things out on his own. And and we had this conversation, we went to lunch and, and I was trying to speak some, you know, some fatherly wisdom into him. And, and, and I had a conversation very much like what you just said about, you don't say I will, you you live in the reality that it is happening. Mm-hmm. Like I, I am a real estate investor. I am a millionaire. I am whatever it happens to be. I am. And I, and you're, you're echoing exactly what I said. And so sometimes kids don't listen to what their dad say, but they'll listen to what their
2: dad's <laughs> friend says. <laughs> so Jason, listen, listen <laughs> well, Russ,
1: and let's, it's, uh, it's, let's it's, and the
2: other thing, the other thing and I would say is like, it's normal to be freaking out in your twenties. Like it's normal. Okay. Like when I was in my twenties, you know, I was like, I was saying, I wanted to be an actor and I had a friend that made it and it made it big. This guy was like a huge Broadway star, huge TV star. And, um, I would look at his success and I would just go like, Oh my God, I'm such a loser. Like, like why is this guy succeeding at this level? And, and I'm not. And it's like, that's just your twenties, man. Like you're, you know, it's normal to, to, to take time to sort of figure your stuff out. But I'm telling you, if you make an investment today and every day, right. So like take 20 minutes a day. I do it in the shower because no one's going to bother me there. Right. Get in the shower, you know, chill out, close your eyes, visualize that life that you want and be grateful for it in advance. You will be stunned at how fast those things come into your life. The key is that you have to do it every day and then you have to be faithful to that vision. You can't act in a way, you know, if you're visualizing for 15 minutes a day and being grateful 15 minutes a day, you can't spend the other 23 hours and 45 minutes totally contradicting everything, (laughs) everything they visualize and talking about how broke you are and talking about how you have no money and talking about how you can't succeed. If you commit to doing that every day, your entire life will change. And if there are strategic pieces that you need or contacts that you need, you need a mentor, you need someone, those people will come into your life and you'll get that inner sense of yes. This is the person that I'm meant to work with and you'll do what it takes to make that happen.
1: Yeah, your, your reticular activating system will start looking yes. for those opportunities to meet things. So if you if you guys have never heard of that before, look up reticular activating system, your RAS and how that works. The best example is cars. You've, you've never seen a green Toyota truck before until you bought a green Toyota truck. And now you, all you see is green Toyota trucks is because your brain, your reticular, act, reticular activating system is looking for that. Well, if you're practicing what Russ is teaching, this gratitude, where you really see yourself in that, your reticular activating system is looking for opportunities to make that become a reality. It's not magic. Magic. That's just the way our God designed our brains and our bodies to work. Uh, mm-hmm. Russ, this is awesome, dude. We could have I could have a whole another two hour conversation. This is this is this is the type of stuff I live to talk about. So this is very good, nice, so, man. but I, I, we can't do that because we both have businesses to run, families to feed and all that kind of stuff. So let me let me ask you this as on our parting uh, words. So if you wanted to give some advice to a young entrepreneur, besides what you just gave, which was fantastic, sure. is there a specific tactical piece of advice you would say to a young entrepreneur who's trying to get started, trying to figure it out? What would you
2: say to that person? Figure out how to solve a major life or business challenge. At the end of the day, that is what people pay us for. And it could be if it's a, if it's a minor thing, whatever you're doing will command a smaller price point. I don't. Know, you come up with a better, I don't know, cup holder or something for, for someone's car, right? That's not a huge life changing thing. It's a little thing, but that's something you can sell. Um, and if it is a major life changing thing, then you can easily break into high ticket coaching and start helping people create those kinds of results and outcomes in their lives. And then that's something that you can charge five or eight or ten thousand dollars for because now the stakes are higher. Does that make sense? So asking yourself, "How do I make money? How do I make money? How do I make money?" It's kind of a dead end question. The question you want to ask yourself is what is a need that I can meet for people or what is a problem that I can solve for people or what is something that people really want to be able to do that I can empower them to do. And that's how you become of, of use to society. And then, like I said before, the money you make is just a reflection of the value that you're creating in the world. So right now, if you've got a job where you're making $8 an hour, you're creating $8 an hour worth of value for your boss. So find a way to create more value for people. Find something that you can sell that creates value for people that isn't your time. That would be the advice that I would
1: give. Um, and that is gr- That's great advice from someone who did it. I mean, you were trading yeah. time for dollars as a bartender and now you're not trading time for dollars anymore. And, uh, or Russ, man, such an honor to meet you and to talk with you today. I think there's probably some stuff that we could do together in the future based on now. We know our mindsets are aligned. So thank you so much for being here. Congratulations on all your success and I yeah, wish you well thanks. as you continue to build clients on demand. How could people get in touch with you if they say, this is the, I want to know Russ and I want to maybe even talk to him about clients on demand. How would they get in touch?
2: Yeah. So just go to, uh, if you want to book a phone call to speak to us, you can go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk, and you can get on our calendar to see if we can help you build a high ticket business. And we're also on, uh, you can also, if you want more information, go to clientsondemand.com, just the regular domain. And there's plenty of stuff there. You can find our, our podcast there. You could find our YouTube channel, uh, Instagram, all that stuff and, uh, come and engage with what we're doing. Russ, thanks so much for being on the show, man. You got it. My pleasure.
1: Well, there you have it. Another very successful entrepreneur about his journey to success and uh, interesting how quick it happened for him because he said it was in 08, 09 bartending and then decided to get into affiliate marketing, you know, that 500 bucks of income that first month, but 250,000 at the end of that first year, that's the power of taking a risk. So for those of you that are out there as people like, Maybe like me, like I used to be. Maybe like Russ used to be, who are a little afraid of taking that risk, a little afraid of stepping into the unknown. Do it, do it. That first month, maybe five hundred bucks—that's nothing. I mean, you can't even pay the average car payment five hundred bucks these days, as as, as I'm told. Um, but 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 that five hundred turned into two fifty for him, and and that, and now multi millions of dollars of not just money but also impact. And he told that story uh, in the show about Lydia, about helping women overcome eating disorders. And Lydia, if you happen to ever listen to this, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I applaud you. Congratulations for what you're doing. But, but his services help her services, help her clients. And then those clients who, who are survived these eating disorders can go and help other people. It's about making impact. That's the, ble- that's the blessing. And the best part about being an entrepreneur is making an impact. So it was a pleasure to have Russ Rafino on the show. Go check him out at clientsondemand.com. And if you want to talk to him, go to slash talk and uh, go back and listen to this episode again and pick up those little nuggets about his definitions of success, about being happy right now, about fulfilling the potential that you're capable of fulfilling, and listen to Russ's heart about what it means to the power of gratitude. And he made those three shifts to go from bartender to $85 million. It's a pretty impressive story. Congratulations, Russ. Well, tune in again next week when you hear me interview yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I am the real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King.
0: Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at TheRealJasonDuncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? Take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on the Root of All Success.